Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's CDTV podcast with me, Bishop Kai. I hope you're well. I hope you're staying safe. As we go to record this, we are at the start of our UK lockdown amid the COVID-19 virus outbreak. So if I can just encourage you, do stay safe, stay at home, stay protected. And if you are feeling unwell, do everything you can to self-isolate. That said, I want to get into this week's topic and I want to get into it real early and uh, not do too many of the shenanigans and preliminary remarks that I'm renowned for because I talk way too much before I get into what I'm saying. But, you know, I'm thinking over the last few days on something my mentor told me. I've told so many people over the last few weeks, get a good mentor, get a good mentor, get a good mentor. You have, you have no idea the power of a good mentor will do to your life. And I'm, I'm thankful that I have several mentors in my life. I have one principal mentor, the man that I go to for most of my counsel, most of my, my advice, and then I have several other mentors that really do challenge me and provoke me in so many different areas of my life to be better, to not accept the status quo like we talked about last week, to not accept mediocrity and mundane thinking, but to push me to be better each and every day of my life. And uh, some of them are very unorthodox in their methods, but that's the kind of, of person that I need in my life to make that kind of change. I don't do well with the whole pat you on the back, sugarcoat everything, everything's going to be all right, nicey-nicey kind of style of mentoring. I need somebody who's going to get up in my face and challenge me to be better at who I am, better at what I do, better at being everything I can be and seeing not only my potential but the fulfillment of my purpose long before I can. So my, my principal mentor, uh, my I don't know how to put it, my father in the faith, my, my whatever you want to call it, the man that I listen to more than any for counsel, for advice, for, for uh, wisdom, a man renowned all over the world for the wisdom of God, made this statement. He said, decisions decide destiny. Decisions decide destiny. Now, for those of you that know, I just gave away a huge clue as to who my principal mentor is. Um, but those words are really important, especially as we are currently in a time of complete social and economic upheaval and instability with so much uncertainty about what causes, what we're going through, who started it, where it started, what, all of that kind of stuff. What you are doing right now, the decisions that you're going to make right now are going to decide the rest of your life. Yesterday, when I was on Twitter, uh, you know, I was tweeting, there are three things that I can say for certain. One, that COVID-19 is not going to be over in a few weeks, like so many people are saying, ah, it's just, you know, it's a mild form of the flu, it'll be over in a few weeks. It, this thing is not going away quickly. Two, that global economies, global markets will not bounce back swiftly. We are in for the three to 36 months that will completely change the course of the human race. And three, that, uh, now do you know what, I'm saying this, do you can't even remember what the third one, ah yeah, number three, that the world will never be the same after this. The world as we knew it has completely changed inside of a few weeks. Now, some might argue it's a few months because of when things broke out in China. Mm -mm. For us in Europe and the Western world, the last three to four weeks have changed the course 
of the future of the human race. So decisions that you make right now are going to alter your life permanently forever. As I'm looking at this period of self-isolation or, or restricted movement or whatever form you're in, one of the things that I've realized for me personally is that what I am deciding to do daily now is going to affect the habits and the future of my life. So I have to make decisions that will decide my destiny. And even though I can't go out, even though I can't go preach, even though I can't go teach, even though I can't do seminars and conferences, physically in the flesh, meeting people, shaking hands, hugging on people and all the things that we're so used to, I'm having to make decisions that will decide my destiny based on what is available to me. Things like doing this podcast, things like doing live streams on social media, being able to make phone calls and connect with people, emails, these kind of things. But more importantly than that, the daily routines that I am engaging myself in. Now, I have a terrible tendency, and this is, you know, I've always tried to be open and honest with you and share from my heart. One of the biggest things, the biggest mistakes that I make besides the fact I talk at about 150 miles an hour, is that when I get bored, I go to social media. Now, I don't go to Instagram or Facebook or spend hours on those because that, to me, there's so much junk on there I just don't want to see. It's better to avoid it. My failure is I go to YouTube. I go to watch videos related to things that I enjoy, topics of interest. I'm big into to understanding videography and growing YouTube my YouTube channel and um, you know or that kind of stuff editing um, i'm not really into photography i use the same camera as most photographers would but i use it for video so i go down that road i, I listen to preachers that i know that post stuff on youtube and then when i'm really bored i start looking for videos that make me laugh or make me smile or make me feel good because i need to snap out of that boredom the problem with that is it's very easy to go down what they call the rabbit hole you go to one video, then another, then another, then another, then another. Before you knew it, you're 40, 50 videos away from the very first one that you started watching. Why? Because you made a conscious decision to keep going, to keep clicking, to keep walking that walk instead of going, for example, with me, with YouTube, going, watching the video you need to watch to get the information you need, then walk away and action it. One of the things I like about my mentor is he won't settle for what you know. What he will look for continually is what you do. One of the other men that I consider to be a mentor that I've had conversations with but we've never physically met will never accept what you know as the be-all and end-all. He only looks at actions. To him, the old adage of actions speak louder than words is so prevalent and so important that you can come with a dossier full of what you know and he'll tell you, I don't care. I want to see what you do. I want to see. So for us as believers right now in this time where we have restricted movements, restricted contact with friends, family, with our social circles, God to me, and this is my belief, this is how I'm approaching it, God is looking at what am I doing? What am I doing with this extra time that I've got? Because, of course, nearly all of my my work life is based around meeting with people. Well, here I am in a situation where my movement is restricted. I can't travel around the country or travel across the world like I used to. Can't do the things that I know to do. Now I'm having to look at, okay, God, what is it you want me to do? What decisions am I making daily? How am I interacting with you rather than interacting with people and putting them above you? One of the biggest things I've had to decide to do is to really 
look at my own personal relationship with God, my own walk with Him, and am I committing myself fully to that as much as I could do? Am I utilizing the time that's now available to me because I can't go anywhere, because I can't do anything? Or am I sitting on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, like so many of us sitting in front of the TV, listening to the radio, and just going down that rabbit hole of whatever? My decision concerning my time is deciding my time destiny. How am I utilizing the hours given to me that normally are consumed with other people, with other things? What am I doing now that is helping me in that? What decision am I making that's changing that part of my destiny? So what am I doing or what I'm doing now, the decisions I'm making about utilizing that time when the lockdowns are over, when society and, and life begins to get back to normal, am I going to stick with decisions that I made to really focus on build, maintaining it, the relationship that, or the new relationship that I, that I build with God in this time, in this season? And am I going to continue to put Him above life, above other people, above other things and other stuff that I have done in the past? where I've let those things become the God I worship rather than the God that I worship being the God that I worship because I've made them far more important than spending time with Him, than listening to Him, than being with Him, being in His presence. That's just one decision I've made to utilize the time that I've got now. Another decision I made was, and, and just sharing from my heart, sharing from my experience to try and help you, is this whole season of lockdown has made me realize there's more to ministry than just going out to preach. There's more to ministry than just, you know, it's not just going out to share the gospel because that's what we all need to do every possible way in every possible opportunity. But there's more to what I'm doing now or what I've been doing in ministry than just being a, a preacher, just going to church on Sunday, giving a sermon, taking a, a hand clap or whatever, or, uh, and people telling me, oh, what a word you preach and all that. There's more to this thing that we call ministry for, for me. Now, you, you might not be in the ministry. Some are learning there's more to life than business. There's more to life than their job because when that thing is taken away from them for an indefinite period of time, you don't know what to do. So I am making decisions about how I'm going to do the rest of my life based on not where I am now, but how I see myself in the future, but utilizing the time I've got now available to me to relay a foundation. See, I've laid a foundation many years ago, but I'm looking back at the foundations of my life to see in many areas the foundation's cracked, it's broken because it's been neglected or I didn't build properly on the foundation. So the, the thing that I've been building for 25, 28 years of my life is a little crooked, it's unstable. The walls aren't holding up the way I thought they should or, you know, the, 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 the joints are cracking. So this is an opportunity to reevaluate and look at the thing you've worked all your life to build and think, did I build it right? Do I need to do some repairs? Do I need to relay a foundation? Do I need to dig something up and redo it? This is a really unique opportunity. And, and there's something that, that a, 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 a great man uh, goes by the name of Ed Milet said, um, reiterates, and it's not something that he said himself, but he uses it so much that every time I hear him say it, I'm reminded of, of 
the power of these words, and that is simply that life is happening for me, not to me. See, you, wherever you're listening, you might be in a lockdown, but that's not happening to you when you make it happen for you. So you can't go out. You can't do the things that you normally do. Great. What is it that I can do? Can I build a relationship with my family that didn't exist? If there's, you know, mum, dad and kids in the house or husband and wife left together. Can I, can I read those books I always wanted to read? Can I start a podcast that I wanted to start? Can I, what is it I can do? What decision can I make today that's going to change my destiny? That's going to get me closer to fulfilling the potential that God has put in my life that creates the purpose for my life, for my being here, for why he put me on this earth. Do I even know my assignment on the earth? That's another term that my mentor uses. What's your assignment? If not, can I not use this time of restricted movement or lockdown, whatever you want to call it, to actually discover who I am and what's my purpose? What's my assignment? Who am I assigned to? What am I assigned to? You know, Romans 11:29 says, the calling and the gifting of God is beyond repentance or recall. So when God gave you a purpose, he gave you an assignment, gave you a calling, whatever you want to, terminology you want to use, if you don't know it, now is a phenomenal time to discover it. Now is a wonderful time to understand. This is why God put me on the earth. And this is what I'm here to do. And then make a decision accordingly that's going to change your destiny based on this newfound discovery that you've made because God has allowed, for whatever reason, you to have time. Now, let me just clarify something. I'm not saying that God's behind the whole COVID-19 outbreak. I don't believe that for one second. I, you know, the, so many people tell me, oh, God's in control, God's in control. Well, I don't believe that because there are 339 uh, moments, uh, uh, or uh, um, I shouldn't say moments, what should I say? 339 times in Scripture. It's mentioned, if it be thy will. If God was in control, why would we question is if it be thy will? But I do believe God's in charge of everything that's going on. Um, and I believe when things get too bad, he's going to step in. But God is allowing a lot of things. And Scripture tells us that. Everything under the sun, God allows. Good and evil, whether we like it or not. And he allows it for a purpose. So where you're at now, right now, don't look at the negative. Look at the positive. If you can't go to work, it's not because... God's such a hateful God, it's because God is allowing you time to make decisions that decide your destiny, decisions that change your life. God is allowing you the time to get yourself right, to get your relationships right, to get your relationship with Him right, to get your family right, whatever it is, to get your business right, your ministry right, whatever it is. God is allowing you time to make decisions that will change and determine your destiny. Now think about that for a second. That's a powerful thought when you really grab the magnitude of what I'm saying. Decisions, as my mentor says, decisions decide destiny. What is your destiny? What have you decided long ago that shaped the life that you're living today? I can honestly say what, uh, over the last few days, now, I always try and be as open and honest as I can with you. When I get bored or when I get too internally reflective and start pulling myself apart, I am so overly critical of myself that I damage myself, I wound myself, I hurt myself because I am way too critical of the things that I, I've done. 
of the, of the person that I have become, of, of who I am. And when that happens, or like I said, when I get bored, I get short-tempered. And that's something that I have to work on every day because I know that I have this issue. When I get short-tempered, there's sometimes I'm not necessarily nice to be around. I don't lash out at people because I've got nothing else to do. It's just that I'm so upset with who I am or upset with what I'm going through because I could have probably avoided it if I'd made better decisions that I just, I beat myself up and then the people around me kind of get to see that I might be miserable or grumpy and um, and I work hard, you know, and, and I'm not perfect. I don't never try to be, I've never once tried to make out that I'm perfect. I'm not. Uh, but I'm aware of my shortfalls and my shortcomings and I'm aware of the areas in my life that I'm working on. But I'm also not afraid to actually admit that I have these problems. See? So I know I've got a short temper and I know that's something that I work on and, and there are days when I fail just like you. But in knowing that, I make decisions not to walk that road. So I, one of the decisions that changed my destiny was having to decide not to be so hard on myself and not to always look at the negative side of life, but to begin to look at through, through the, the eyes of positivity, if you want to call it that, the eyes of, of positive thinking, and instead of the glass being half empty, look at life as the glass is half full. Great philosophical equation there. where you're at. Is your glass half empty? If it is, you need to change the way you look at it. The glass is half full. Always has been. Don't look at the negative. But that's a conscious decision that you make. That's a conscious decision you make to deal with your mess and out of your mess create a message to help other people. A decision changed destiny. Not just yours, but the things that you teach over that will help change other people's destiny. So what I'm bringing it all to is this. When you want to make decisions that determine your destiny, that decide your destiny, you have to decide the level of life that you want to live at 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, whatever age you're at, listening, and then make decisions appropriately to live at that level of life now. Not when you get there, because if you're not prepared for where you want to go, you'll never get there. You have to live your life at the level you choose to be at where you see yourself 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Now, I try to plan my life like I'm going to live forever and live each day like it's going to be my last. And there are many days I fail because at the end of the day, when I look back, I think if this was my last day on earth, this would have been a pretty crappy life, a crappy, pretty crappy day. But each day I'm working on myself by making little decisions that all add up to huge changes in my life based on who I can see myself being and where I can see myself being. And because of that, if I look back four weeks ago, at an incident that happened in my life where I turned all the negatives uh, or I turned a focus on all the negatives because of that, because the old nature in Kai came out of, let's just look at the negatives, let's just focus on all the bad that's going on, instead let's look at the problem instead of the solution, to where I'm at today now, fast forward four weeks, as I said, look back four weeks ago, fast forward today, I'm no longer looking at, all right, so this happened and now everything's falling apart and everything's going wrong and why am I even bothering to do this and all of that. What I'm looking at now is, okay, what do I take away from that little incident that happened a few weeks ago uh, where God just allows something to change the, the direction, the course of my life? 
And what's the positive I take away from it? Well, the positive I take away from it is I, it spurred me. It spurred me to, to start doing this podcast regularly instead of sporadically like I have in the past. It stirred me to start looking at different things that I can bring to you as the weeks go by, as the months go by, as the years go by. What can I do? It spurred me to go back to a point in my life 28 years ago when I began talking about wanting to be a teacher, wanting to have some form of, of uh, school of, or, or a seminary or whatever it is, but to be able to teach you to the point where now I'm thinking, you know, I, I want to do this. I've got to do this. Not that I just that I want to. I've got to do this. This is the purpose of my life. This is why God's put me on the earth. God put me here to be a teacher. And I need to teach as many people the things that I've learned through my life, through my experiences, through my ministry, through my education, through my understanding, and prepare them for their future, for their destiny. So I began to write things, and, and over the coming months, uh, I'm sure I'll share a few of those things, but one of the things I'm working on now is the CDTV Academy, because I've got to find a way to be able to teach you more, more than just what this podcast can bring, more than than you know what a video on youtube or facebook or or any of that brings i've got to step up my game and do the thing god called me to do 28 years ago when i first started preaching when i first started teaching when i first started doing the things i know god has given me to do why because in this moment where i cannot do the thing that i used to do i am forced to make decisions that both decide and change my destiny. Now, in amongst all of that, the only thing I would add is simply this. When you're in that place, the greatest mentor you can have, the greatest confidant you can have, the greatest advisor you will ever find is the Holy Spirit. And you need to get before him every day to help, ask him to guide me in the right path, as it says in Proverbs, to having taught you in the way of wisdom and help you make right decisions how many times you all hear me say the scripture says behold i set before you life and death therefore choose life the power of life and death is in the tongue so what you make what you decide to do what you speak use it but use it under the divine unction the divine guidance of the holy spirit let him help you in your decision making because at the end of the day you want Holy Ghost filled, Holy Ghost inspired, Holy Ghost led decisions that change and determine your destiny. So that's my thoughts for this week. Hope this is a blessing to you. Do me a favor. Please tell two friends. Listen to the CDTV podcast. Bishop Kai's trying to speak some truth to us, trying to share some life lessons and some life experiences, trying to be real and relevant and, and as open as I can with you so that you know, this challenges you. It, it forces you to make a change. It forces you to up your level, up your game, up your life. You know, whether it's the way you dress, the way you speak, the way you act, the way you live, just level up. Make a decision to be a better person in every way. Make a decision to be more excellent. Do everything you can do with excellence and change who you are into who God wants you to be. So, I'll leave you with those thoughts until I speak to you on next week's podcast. Have a wonderful week. And for now, stay blessed.